0: Program, glad to have you. The Bill Michaels Show, hour number two. Here we are, hanging out. Um, I find it uh, interesting. Look, uh, if anybody thinks that this deal isn't done in the sense of Rogers is going to be under center in Green in uh, New York come opening day, uh, you're crazy. So it's going to happen. It, it'll be a done deal. And when uh, we said earlier in following the Trey Wingo post about the it shifted and the, the deal is done, meaning Rodgers has said, okay, I'm, I want to be a Jet. That The deal is done. He wants to be a Jet. Yes. Done deal. I love the fact that uh, the uh, the New York side of things is uh, already tired of the the back and forth. I mean, it's only been two weeks for them. Uh, article out of the New York Post said, With the football world waiting for the Jets' GM Douglas and the Packers to iron out a trade for the 39-year-old quarterback, Rodgers was spotted. They're already doing this. Spotted enjoying a cold drink at Longevity Coffee in Thousand Oak, California. The four-time NFL MVP had an iced coffee and a conversation about fitness with an unidentified man and woman at the drip shop, as they call it. <laughs> they got pictures of this. Ben, I peed myself. Then he peed himself. Rodgers uh, dating model Mallory Edens. Why that's pertinent to this story, I have no idea. Heading out into the rain solo, giving a longevity employee a hug on the way out.
1: It's oh, man, it was st-
0: raining? It was raining in Thousand Oaks, California. No way. In his first public sighting since he appeared on the Pat McAfee show. Gang Green and the Packers are working out trade compensation. So... Rodgers then saying that the Packers are kind of digging in, digging their heels in. They've got pictures of him with his phone, obviously, uh, you know, blocking Adam Schefter, uh, talking to some dude and some girl sitting there, and her hair's up, and she's in a light blue sweatshirt, and Rogers has got his shades, and they're tucked into his hoodie, and no socks on, wearing his black Adidas, just. Fans in New York are waiting for their new quarterback. The Jets have been busy with a little help from Rodgers. They picked up Alan Lazard. He has another ask on his wish list. The free agent, Odell Beckham Jr., trying to keep in contact. And then they got pictures of him leaving. Walking down the street, hands in the pocket of his hoodie. Just, they're they're stalking the guy now. Oh, they say no need for coffee with this kind of energy around Rogers right now. And then just below it in the New York Post, they have model Gabrielle Epstein revealing her racy new swimsuit swimsuit, the circumboob, oh. and Paula Gretzky posting
1: bikini selfies. <laughs> it's all in the same thing. It's like, come on, man. Come on. Tough couple weeks for Paulina Gretzky. Right. With all the live news. Fewer oh, benefits. Man. Right? Yeah, she's not
0: even. They're not even doing private jets anymore. They've cut out the private jets for the live crew.
1: That's a shame. Yeah. I love it.
0: (sighs) I just. Uh, what's funny is even with Wilson, the Jets have a better team. The Packers Packers need this trade more than New York does. Not really. Not really. Um, (laughs) just, I, I, I'm reading all the comments. It's just funny. It's, I, I'm, I'm doing what we do for a living. We get to comment on all this stuff and it, you know, it is as the world turns and I completely understand that. And sometimes you just got to step back and go, man, what a merry-go-round. What a whole bunch of crap flying off that thing. And that's kind of what it's like. I'm i uh, I'm of the, uh, the mindset of it's going to get done. It's a done deal. Rogers does not want to come back to Green Bay. Green Bay has moved on. It's just now a matter of crossing the t's, dotting the i's, and that's pretty much it. And they'll get it done, but there's no urgency here. And everybody acts like you got to get it done today. You know, I'm there. There's no what, what's different between today and tomorrow, between today and Friday, between today and Sunday. There's nothing. There's no difference. It's not like practices start, OTAs don't start. The Jets would love, him, love to get him in the building, but he pretty much knows Nathaniel Hackett's offense. I'm sure it's an offshoot of what Matt LaFleur did. You're not talking to a dummy. As if he's going to be at OTAs anyway. Right? <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I'm sure at some point that, uh, that you know, they'll they'll get this deal done. And if the Packers, for whatever reason, don't get the deal done by the NFL draft, then you do it after June 1st, get next year's trade compensation. Now, you would love to have the Jets' 13th pick, but you would love to get draft compensation going in the next season, the next draft, which my assumption would be it would be conditional because let's say uh, the Jets win the Super Bowl. Then you're going to get the 32nd pick. Well, that doesn't mean a hill of beans. So you're going to take the first and what? The second, first and second, first and third from the Jets because the the draft capital at that point between 13th and 32nd would be drastically different, obviously. So I, you know, I just, I, I, um, I'm not. But the Packers also get to spread the money out over two years. After June 1st, when they when they would trade them, which means they actually gain compensation in the salary cap area over the next two years. So I'm I'm good with that too. That's what I'm saying. There's this this whole thing of oh my God, you got to get it done. We we got to be done with this. No, if I'm good against, you know, and and if Rogers, uh, you know, um, if his painting of the mental picture is correct and good against has dug his heels in, good. Good. As a fan of the Green Bay Packers, get the absolute positive most you can. Dig your heels in. Because you don't have anything to worry about until the first game of the season, which doesn't happen until September. Which would mean the Jets would panic because all they would have to work with is Zach Wilson. That's it. Packers have quarterbacks. So I'm good with that take your time make sure you get what you want make, you know the best deals and i've said i say this in business all the time the best deals are the ones that work out for everybody packers get what they want jets get what they want everybody walks away feeling good about it and i hope rodgers uh plays well i hope he makes the jets relevant i don't hope for some dismal crash and burn in new york i what i am going to be watching for uh, on the on the daily will be the same stuff that went on here. You know, I, I'm going to be happy to listen to New York radio wondering why Rodgers is going deep on a third and two. And it falls incomplete. And, you know, they have numerous opportunities. It just kills drives. Or why Nathaniel Hackett has him out of shotgun 87% of the time. And they have empty backfield all the time.
1: The best teacher I've ever had in my life. And that and goes from school of football um he just makes learning fun
0: he makes learning fun that's nathaniel hackett he makes learning
1: fun the more you know it's such an unfair clip to keep playing <laughs> right. whatever but it's going to fortify the
0: program for a long time to come right the words of alan lazard he makes learning fun i'm good with that such good blocking schemes right uh, the only thing that I think the league is waiting for is how much they're going to put the New York Jets into nationally televised games. That's it. I think CBS is salivating at the thought of some of the matchups the Jets are going to have. Certainly, Rodgers and Josh Allen. That's going to be a matchup that they're definitely going to be all involved in. They can't wait for that. Tua. Tua. And, yeah, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that. We'll know what the schedule is, too, coming
1: out here shortly. Do you ever wonder, um, Bill, if the Packers yeah. actually not having an owner is a good thing for them in this case? Because Boomer brings um, up, you know, oh, if they had an owner, it'd be done. And it's it's such a joke how it's run. And I'm sitting here thinking about the negotiation part. And maybe if there was an owner, definitely if there was a more poor owner, that doesn't run the best ship. They would be there to pressure Goody and the GM almost to get it done, or there would be um, maybe ownership pressure. But here you yeah. don't have it because that guy doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, I would, uh, I would, I would venture to say that. Um, I, I've said all along, I love the Packers setup. At times, it will drive you nuts because it moves like an iceberg. But overall, you don't because it depends on your owner. Say you have Jerry Jones, who is the face of the team, still doing radio, shooting his mouth off, giving away state secrets on the continual and creating nothing but controversy around your locker room, your head coach, your team. There's Daniel Snyder, who robs and, and diminishes the value of his property just because by walking through the door as the ultimate sleaze. There's Haslam who threw the complete league into a, an off-kilter state by a really dumbass contract that he gave to a rather mediocre quarterback. You know, you could have those guys. Or you could have the the Rooney family that just sits back and lets their GM do their thing. You could have the, the you know, uh, McCaskey family, who's been, <laughs> the son has been inept, uh, they have gone through GMs and head coaches. Like they ate a bad meal at a – I don't even want to diminish any particular ethnic restaurant, but they had a bad, bad meal at a restaurant and they can't get off the pot. They just keep blowing them out. So I like the structure the Packers have. It's not always conducive to what everybody wants, but it's stable. And there's two or three sides to this. One is is the, the making of money and the business – of all of this. Yeah, right? You could have the Ford family over in Detroit, who's finally at least seemingly starting to get it right after years of ineptitude. I mean, I I remember growing up in Cincinnati. Paul Brown was great. Mike Brown was an idiot. You know, once Paul Brown had passed the, the, the team over to his son and then passed away, Mike Brown would rather spend an extra $22 on his badass hat than pay any money to anybody on that team to actually fortify the football team. You know, they kept throwing money at Carter, for God's sakes, who fell off a treadmill and busted his knee. I, I just, with the whole thing with ownership, be careful be careful what you wish for. But, again, I go back to the opponents for the Jets this upcoming season. Tell me this. How many of these games do you think are going to be uh, one of the primetime games on CBS, Ben? Uh, it's not going to be the Commanders. How about the Eagles? By primetime, you mean the 330? Either the 3.30 game on CBS or uh, the, say, a Sunday night or Monday night game. The
1: Eagles? Definitely. Chargers? Hurts versus Rodgers. Chargers, maybe. Kansas City? Yep. Buffalo? Yep. Probably both times. Dolphins? Probably, yep. Dolphins will be good. Bill Belichick and company up in New England? Yeah, probably. That's the home. I mean it'll me be away. like what the Packers have been. The Packers have right. been in the late game on Fox every week. They aren't on primetime. Right. Then there's Dallas. Yep. Feels like it. The Giants? Probably not. Hopefully uh, the Jones there, starts. There's this the Browns.
0: Summer. The Broncos. The Raiders. Well, Rogers versus Devontae. Oh. Thought on that. And then there's again the Bills, the Dolphins, and and the and the uh, the Patriots. So that's you a, would figure the Bills games would be that's a tough schedule. Now that you go maybe, through it, m- maybe Man. one of the Dolphins games, maybe one of the Patriots games, the Dallas game, the Giants game, the Eagles game, the Chiefs game. I mean, there's 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 seven eight games. There's eight games right there. That's eight games right there, and maybe the Raiders game because of the whole Devontae thing if the Raiders are somewhat, you know, even remotely relevant, but that would be eight, nine games. That's half their schedule would be probably because of Aaron Rodgers' prime time now in some way, shape, or form, either the late afternoon game on CBS or would be the game, say, on Monday night or Sunday night or Thursday night for that matter. So I, I just by the walkthrough of the door of Aaron Rodgers,
1: and I don't, you're right, that's a brutal schedule. Yeah, that's, that's all if joke. they don't start losing. Because they'll do Correct. it early in the season. But if they get to three to four losses, and they're no longer... The, like, they're the draw because of the star power. Mm-hmm. But if they're not that good, then you see all that go away. So it's either going to work... well. In front of everybody, or it's going to fail in front of everybody.
0: Right. Well, but it would still be already a predetermined game as far as the time. uh, They would wait to the last six or seven games of the season for flex scheduling. But most people are not going to get rid of Aaron Rodgers, especially when it's going to be against a team like Dallas, a team like Buffalo, a team like uh, the Patriots, Tua, Kansas City, or or the Eagles. Right. They wouldn't get rid of Rodgers versus Hurts, Rodgers versus Mahomes, Rodgers versus Prescott. Rodgers, New York versus New York, you know what I mean? Or Rodgers versus Josh Allen, Rodgers versus Tua, they wouldn't get rid of those games. They'd still keep those games just because. So, I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons I'm sure the league probably wants to get it done because they like to schedule this stuff. But I think everybody knows, you know, Rogers is going to end up in uh, in New York, and it's going to be a done deal. It's just a matter of crossing the T's and dotting the i's. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up, hey! Uh, terrific, uh, the best Italian food you're ever going to put in your mouth. Whether it's spaghetti and meatballs, lasagna. The saucina, uh, penny pasta. You've got the chicken marsala, which is just absolutely out of this world. And I know people don't ne- necessarily go to an Italian uh, restaurant for like veal chops and stuff, but they have some steaks. Ooh, unbelievable. Down at Calderon Club, Old World, Third Street, downtown Milwaukee, right next door, San Giorgio, authentic, very verified, certified, uh, VPN Napoleon, Napoleon Tana Pizzeria, uh, from out of Napoli, Italy and they've got that as well. Both of them, absolutely tremendous. Stop into either place, tell Gino, Rob, and everybody down there, hello, Alex, which is the best waiter you're ever going to have. Just a great guy, just great people down there. That's called our own club in San Giorgio, Old World 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee, across from the Hyatt, and uh, stop in, tell them we said hi more. The Bill Michael Show. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. the program glad to have you the bill michael show continuing on if you are looking for a great place to visit uh whether it's still while a little bit of snow exists up north or maybe getting ready for the uh, the summer months when the atv and the utv trails open up or the golf courses open up that's the four seasons island resort on the island up there in the uh, middle of the Muscano river or maybe even pine mountain with timberstone championship golf course which is beautiful Either way, give our girl Barbara call, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. Use the promo code MICHAELS15, and you get 15% off. Right now, they're hiring, by the way, and they have paid internships uh, in the culinary side of things. And you can shoot the the, uh, email, uh, the4seasonswisconsin at gmail.com with your information and your resume, the4seasonswisconsin at gmail.com. But uh, I was just telling a a couple of people um, yesterday, uh, they were asking me about going up there. And I said, I love it. Uh, It's got a lot of history. uh, It's got the Haunted Tour. It's got all the different waterfall tours in the summertime, the pontoon boats. You can do some fishing. You can do kayaking. You can play golf. I mean, there's just something for everybody. Or just go up and relax and do absolutely, positively nothing. Nothing. It's just, you know, it's just a great place to go. So either place. Uh, call our girl Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. Uh, coming up a little bit later on today, Brad Spielberger, uh, Pro Football Focus, going to be joining us. We're going to talk with him about uh, some NFL free agency stuff. And uh, it sounds like, um, well, it's kind of what I've been saying for a while now. Uh, article written by Rob Damofsky, uh going to, with ESPN just basically said, look, It's all conjecture about whether or not Jordan Love's a good player or not a good player. You can take what you've seen and say yes or no and all that kind of stuff. Uh, But uh, only the people in the building know. This goes back to what I – maybe he was listening to the program and took the idea that we had and heard some things on SiriusXM. But uh, when we talked to Charles Woodson out at Super Bowl and sat down with him via the interview and Charles said, go ask Jair, go ask the guys in the locker room, they'll know. Don't ask the offensive guys. That's their guy. They have to be good to him. But go ask, go ask Jair. Ask Adrian Amos now that he's not with the team anymore. He'll give you an honest answer. Ask those guys, is Jordan Love ready? Because he got a bunch of starters reps in practice when Rodgers was down. Not only with the thumb, but the year prior with the whole COVID-toe thing. So go ask them. They'll tell you, those guys inside the locker room know if he's ready. Gutekinds, he's not going to diss his guy in public, so of course he's going to say he's ready. Not to mention, if you want to turn around and trade him by any chance, you can't say, oh, God, no, (laughs) what a mistake I made. Holy crap.
1: What's he supposed to say? You know? Bill, uh, Bill Huber did come on our show last week and say that some of the chatter he's heard is that there were some, quote, holy bleep moments each practice. Yep, yep. But that's the most of what we've heard, I feel like. Not not much else from the other players, except for like Aaron Jones, who's out there uh, during Super Bowl, and Devontae Campbell during the season. It's been kind of reserved, but the chatter has been somewhat positive. Not overwhelmingly so, I'd say.
0: yeah. It's uh not over I, I agree with you it's I think there's optimism I think there's hope there's nothing concrete that makes you go wow. Bill Huber was probably one of the only guys to say, yeah there was some holy blank moments uh, a moment in practices this year that uh, Aaron or uh, Jordan Love looked pretty good. And as Packer's fans, we all hope that's the case. but uh, the article comes out uh, today. ESPN-wise, and it says in there, only if you're there every day watching uh, a kid does it become clear to you that somebody is making the jump of being a real player, Uh, according to the former NFL coach, uh, Todd Haley. We're not in there, so we don't see what uh, he does with his time, how he prepares, what his notes are like, how he practices, how he works out. Uh, The fellow coach, Charlie Weiss, remember him? The only guys that really know are the guys that are there. For all the other analysts that try to act like they all know, they're all full of blank. Why would they be okay with Aaron leaving if they didn't have some confidence in who they have behind him? I think the Packers are high on Jordan Love, higher than I would be, but I don't know him, according to Charlie Weiss. Which is fair commentary. So we'll see. It's it's just it's now we sit back and just watch it all go and eventually it's gonna cross the finish line and everybody's gonna be there and go, Oh, okay, it's done. And then we all just move on to the uh, I'll tell you this, though, we all move on to the, uh, the 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 you know, mainstream of football. Um, you talk about one of the most scrutinized guys this season in training camp. Ben, would that, if you had to look at guys that are going to be highly scrutinized this year in training camp, if you had to go through your list of top five or top ten, would Jordan Love not be on that list? scrutinized in terms of all eyes on them no matter what oh every throw they make every interception they throw oh, every yeah. touchdown pass they throw Rodgers is going to be scrutinized Jordan Love is going to be scrutinized I mean there's going to be some other players uh you know that you know Garoppolo in uh, Las Vegas no doubt whatever they'd end up doing with Trey Lance and company out in San Francisco you know there's going to be guys that are going to be watched watched but probably one of the top three, four, five guys gonna be Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love for everything they do in training camp from the time they walk out the door in the red jersey the first couple of passes, you're going to see them talking to the coach spinning the football on their fingers. I mean everything they do is going to be captured. And uh, the only thing we can hope for is that the Jets are one of the hard knocks teams. That's what we can hope for.
1: That would be the best. That'd be incredible. That would be incredible. Remember though, all of the news stories to come out of training camp and every update is always positive, right? Best oh, shape yeah. of their lives. Oh yep. added added fifteen pounds of muscle, ready he for works a career so hard. year. So works even so if hard love on his core. He's got his <laughs> legs under him. Oh yeah, boy. Better than he's ever looked, you know. So even if love struggles, I mean, there are gonna be a lot of highlights posted, and then I'm gonna spin it to say positive things do you think Rogers arrives at
0: camp the way he did this past year in the t-shirt and the jeans and the long hair and kind of walking in uh, via a movie figure? Or do you think he just shows up in, in jeans and a hat or sweatpants and shoot, you know, does he, does he come in with the bravado or does he try to act like he's being low
1: key in New York? I don't know, but if, the, I mean, everybody in the world and their mothers will be watching, and right? if Hard Knocks is there, you got to think oh. he's going to play it up a bit. You would think. Now you have to figure out what
0: character. He's, he likes, you know, like John Wick, the new movie's coming out, you know. Oh, he's got to show he's, up uh, in a Namath jersey. He Maybe, you know, he's done the Nicolas Cage thing. You know, who else does he like, you know? So now you got to start going through all the movie stars that, you know, he's, He's talked about, or unless he shows up in a Jedi outfit, Star
1: Wars or something. I have it, but uh, he should show up in a Brett Favre Jets jersey. Oh, crap. That would be good. <laughs> oh, that would be so good.
0: That would be really good. Or does he show up in a black uh, tank top and act like Pat McAfee? Maybe he shows up in a Hawk jersey. Who knows? 877-867-1670 if you want to find us please feel free go ahead and give us a shout we would love to hear from you hey our friends at the milwaukee admirals they are still efforting towards a calder cup getting themselves to the postseason good hockey good team and this might be the year this might be the year check out our friends if you're looking for individual tickets maybe a group maybe you want to buy out one of the end zones down behind the net just ride the net take one of those pucks right there into the glass next to your face oh Jump back. That's our friends at the Milwaukee Admirals. Go to milwaukeeadmirals.com. That's milwaukeeadmirals.com. Good hockey action still to come. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I want to say thanks to our friends at Pottawatomi Hotel Casino. As a matter of fact, going to be down there this Saturday uh, in the evening. Uh, starting out at about 5, I think, and then getting back there about 8.30. Uh, got a group of people getting together down at Potawatomi this coming weekend. Looking forward to it. Going to do a little uh, few apps from uh, the different restaurants they have. A little tasting. And uh, got a party going on down there. So I'm, I'm excited. I haven't been to Potawatomi in a while. Want to get back down there? Go to paysbig.com. That is paysbig.com. Bingo is back. Dream Dance Steakhouse is back. Going to be in a 360 bar hanging out uh, this coming weekend, and uh, also the hotel is cranking. So if you're looking for a stay and play package, go to paysbig.com. That is paysbig.com. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. 1670 Um. The, Jimmy says let's see if you're this happy when you guys are seven and ten with Jordan Love and the Jets are getting ready for the playoffs uh, who says we're happy Jimmy seriously who says we're happy just an FYI I don't know where that comes from don't know where that statement goes I'm not happy about any of this it's an ugly divorce. For a Hall of Fame quarterback, some people are ready to move on. Some fans are. They don't care. Uh, They look at it as it's been somewhat of a failure. It's been dismal. It's been uh, three years of disappointment and paying a whole lot of money to a quarterback who hasn't given them what they want. And in the biggest moment last year against the Lions, couldn't get the job done. That's what people look at. On the other hand, I said be careful what you wish for. For the people that say, let's bring on the Jordan Love hero. What happens if he sucks and you are seven and 10 and you're seven and 10 consistently? The only thing you can say is you're getting out of salary cap jail in a couple of years. Maybe you're going to be able to draft another quarterback at that point in time. And then the search is on. It's year after year, after year, after year, after year of hoping that's the right guy. I agree with you. I'm not happy about any of this. Uh, You, you gotta, you gotta laugh at some things. You know, um, what is the old Jimmy Buffett song, If if you don't laugh, you'll go crazy, or we'll all go insane. You know, if you don't if you don't laugh at it. What what are you gonna do? Right? The, the the monkey wrench was thrown in years ago in 2020 when Goody drafted Love. That's it. This that's when this that's why this thing has to hit. Right? That's it. That's it. Uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um my uh Mick C says, so you are doing the things that drive me and a bunch of people nuts. You are hedging on your take. Make a statement one way or the other. You sound like you're uh, hating on love, but you drop the caveat and so the drop the caveat in so you can be correct either way down the road. Mick, I've always said I didn't think Jordan Love was going to be a good quarterback. Where in the hell have you been? I never thought he was going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback or Hall of Fame level. I hope the fan in me says I hope that he is. Others have said that he's ready, but I have always said, always, never come off of it. Never come off of it that he was going to be an average to maybe a little above average quarterback in the NFL. I've never wavered from that. Ben, have I ever wavered from that? No, you have not. Never have. Mick, you need to go back to listening to something else then. There are people that listen to learn. There are people that listen to respond. You are a listen to respond person. Never said that. Ever. Uh, Bison Mark says, uh, I agree with you. Uh, I think Jordan Love is a question mark at best, and nobody's really going to know until he takes the field. At least he tries to do the right things right now. Those things make us happy, but until he actually proves it on the field, nobody really knows. Bison Mark, I agree. 100%. Um, Brendan says, uh, Jordan Love is going to be an adequate quarterback. Maybe. Maybe. Never liked him when he was in college. Never liked him when he threw the ball against Kansas City. Never liked him when he threw the ball against Detroit. Uh, And everybody went crazy over uh, a couple of passes against Philadelphia. If that's his career, then we are in for a long run of the 80s. Oof. 80s were not a good time. You had Lynn Dickey, 80s, Magic Man, late 80s, Lynn Dickey, 70s, 80s. There was some decent quarterback play. It was just they couldn't put it all together. Their defense was terrible. Offensive line, Lynn Dickey, his knees were going bad. He got the hell beat out of him. Offensive line wasn't great. Had some good receivers. Couldn't stay healthy on the continuous. So they had all kinds of issues. Um... Buck says, uh, I think the Packers are going to be 10-7 and 7 this year. Book it, guys. I think they're going to surprise people. I don't. I think this is going to be a year again in which they miss the postseason. If I had to pick the team that is most likely to win the division at this point, I don't know if I'm ready to proclaim the Detroit Lions the best of the division, but they have done a lot to get better. Um, I still would probably in up to say but I'd still probably have to say offensively speaking they still have a higher powered offense it's going to be year two um, of uh, the coaching staff getting acclimated I think it's going to be the uh, the Minnesota Vikings but um maybe a coin flip but I'm going to say the Vikings take the uh, take the division Detroit comes in second Detroit makes the postseason Minnesota makes the postseason. The Bears and the Packers uh, are left out. I, I I like Kevin O'Connell as a head coach. I really do. Um, I know they went with the, Their defensive coordinator, Brian Flores, is nothing to sneeze at either. Remember, they placed, replaced their defensive coordinator. They've been trying to kind of retool that defense because the defense was the Achilles heel. They still have quality pieces over there on offense. I mean, you obviously still have Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, uh, Alexander Madison. They still have good. Uh, now they have Jalen Naylor. K.J. Osborne. Um, Who am I missing here? Um, Jalen Rager. Rager. They got decent wideouts. They're only going to add to that. They're going to add additional depth on their their line, both sides. Uh, They'll continue to try to stack their defense. I mean, key for them is going to be whether or not, uh, uh, you know, how many guys, first of all, get cut after June 1st. But uh, Daniel Hunter is uh he's been banged up over the last he's been banged up over the last couple of years whether or not he's able to stay healthy um but they picked up Dean Lowry
1: they got Dean Lowry now not that they're going to be better up front but I still don't get that bill when when Paul Allen who I mean knows so much right? more than I do he comes on, and uh, Dean Lowry was a Vikings killer, apparently, and they viewed him in, in this crazy light. Maybe I'm blind, but I, I was thoroughly unimpressed whenever yeah. I would watch him play. Right? I agree. Dean
0: Lowry had what I call flashes. He'd give you a couple moments, maybe a good game, and then he'd go away for three, four games. He was, I thought he was stable, but I never thought he was any kind of a... A force. He was never a force up front, at least in my eyes. And thus the reason the Packers are like, okay, we're done. We're done. He's I I've always said my, my terminology for Dean Lowry, he's a guy. Him and Tyler Lancaster, they were just guys. They were just bookends around Kenny Clark. And what you need was was bona fide players around Kenny Clark. You really needed T.J. Slayton to take the next step. You need Devontae Wyatt to take the next step. If those guys step up, if they start to become players, you pick up another good, solid defensive piece up front, then you've got yourself a defensive line. Because I'm i a huge believer in the trenches. I still am. I always will be. If you can get it done with just rushing three and four up front, that just it, it makes a world of difference. A world of difference, defensively speaking. It really puts your your linebackers, your outside pass rushers, in a terrific light, and it really helps your secondary. So, I uh, you you uh, you know they have been Dean Lowry. In my opinion, should have never been given a second contract. He never amounted to what the money was. He was just a guy. So I. Uh, you know, I'm glad, uh, hey, maybe he turns out to be something. Who knows? Maybe he'll be, he'll be a house wrecker when they come into Lambeau Field. I, and then we'll all go, oh, my God, how they let him
1: get away? But Maybe he's a spy. Uh, maybe. Could think about it that way. Maybe. Because Zadarius Smith wants out, so their other spy is maybe leaving. Yeah. I don't right. know. I, I feel like where we sit today, the defensive line is probably my biggest weakness on the team. Because they have Kenny um, Clark, and you have people who you – Want to step up, but they don't have anybody next to him right now. Not right now, but I, I like the way Devontae Wyatt played at the end of the season. Sure,
0: yep. I, I really did. Now, if he takes that next step and he has gone away in the off season, he's bulked up, gotten stronger, leaned out a little bit, but added more muscle, then, phew, boy, I, I love that guy. He just looked tenacious. Now, whether or not he continues, I don't know. We'll wait and see. But I really like what I saw out of him. Part of that also way, is.
1: By, by speaking of Zedarius, Zedarius is on the open market, right? Not yet. I think he wanted to be cut. I have not seen a resolution there. I think
0: he's gone.
1: I could be wrong, but I thought Zedarius was gone. I have to go back and check the roster, but I thought he was gone.
0: I'm not uh, saying anyway.
1: that yet. He's asking for his release, it was not granted yet. Okay. But also, the best teams there have depth. Oh, yeah,
0: Zadarius Smith is still on the roster. Okay. He's still on the roster. Yeah. But they got Daniel Hunter back. They got uh, Marcus Davenport. They picked him up uh, from uh, New Orleans. They got Zadarius Smith, uh, DJ Woonham, uh, who was their draft choice. Uh, so they still, yeah, okay. Zadarius is one of many right now. One of many. Uh, let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. More to get to The Bill Michael Show. We continue on coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. I got a note here um, from uh, from Kathy and Harrison and Harrison uh, he said uh, we were recently overseas and there was a lot of talk in the UK newspapers about Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. That's how big this story is. It makes me kind of laugh that our little town in Wisconsin has become such a center of attention for not just the United States, but for the world. Harrison and Kathy appreciate the email. There you go. <laughs> just right. It's just gotten it. It, But again, once it hits New York, man, it goes crazy because the New York is the epicenter. Remember, what was it uh last year, the year before when all the tornadoes were ripping through the Midwest and ripping through the South? And they did a day or two on them, you know, like, oh, my God, the tragedy and such. And then all of a sudden the the big storm hit. um like the New York area, the New York-Boston area, and was moving its way up the eastern seaboard, and you'd have thought it was the end of the world. Live, every day, and it's like, oh, my God, all these New Yorkers. They 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 don't care about anything until New york New York's really affected. The rest of it, it's like just the rest of the world exists just for their amusement, and then once it happens in New York, it's like the worst thing ever, you know? Okay, whatever. We deal with just as much stuff as they do, just... Not on the same humanity level, I guess. But oh well. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's head back to the phone calls, uh, if we can. And uh, let's go to Mike listening to us in Whitewater. Michael, how you doing?
1: Hey Billy, how are you?
0: Long time, good man. What's up? Yeah. Uh,
1: I'll throw a little wrench to you with the uh, Rogers deal. See what you think. I agree with you. He's gone. But I agree
0: that and we should hold on until we get what we want. We want their 13th pick. Keep them till June or wherever. And if it, if we don't get it from then, let them retire. Yeah, we're going to hit a cap hit and everything else, but
1: the uh, drama's out. We can come back and play for us or, you know, retire.
0: Right. Yeah, they don't. Uh, it, once you get past the draft, then you'd have no incentive to make it uh, a trade at that moment. Not for the Green Bay Packers' perspective. I completely agree. Appreciate the phone call, Mike. As always, he's right. If you if if the Jets don't acquiesce by the NFL uh, draft, the Packers have n- no incentive to get a deal done prior to June first. None. After June first, if they trade him or that money comes due or he retires then they can split it up over 2 years. Then it becomes something completely different financially. So no. Uh the the deal to get done, the the Jets want to get him in as soon as possible, the Packers want to get the draft choice. That's the sense of urgency on both sides. After that, let him retire. I agree. You're not getting anything for him this year. You don't want to walk away with nothing in your hand if you're the Packers, but if he does it after June 1st, then you, at least you get to divide that money up over two years. So you get some salary cap space. You get a little relief on that. And then, I mean, as far as the Jets go, well, the Jets, they're, they have Zach Wilson and that's it. Now there's talk about Matthew Stafford. There's talk about other quarterbacks they could possibly trade for. But at like any other team, the teams are going to want draft compensation and they're going to want it right now. And let's be honest, if you're in New York and you've put all your eggs into the Aaron Rodgers basket, do you really think the bad elbow of Matthew Stafford is going to be adequate compensation if you don't get Rodgers? Come on. Come on, man. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Brad Spielberg or Pro Football Focus. We're going to talk a little bit about free agency and such. Some of this cap stuff, draft stuff, all that stuff. It's all coming up. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up. Don't forget about our friends at Kane and Kane Jewelers. Rocking your world in West Bend. Go to Kane, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com. That is Kane Jewelry. Dot com. Stay tuned. We got more coming up right after this.